yeah, I like this. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. You liking that, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we gonna feel good tonight now. This that first good. one was a little. What they say? Who was outside? Yeah. Who's yeah? Right. Yo, you know what's crazy? This is like one of those like. 80s feel good songs that right. is played in movies when like something good happens <laughs> like they go shopping and it's like the shopping spree <laughs> so so my memory growing up in Mississippi is uh is having the brass band outside uh playing this oh they, man they, they got the New Orleans Brown bass, yeah. bass I didn't, I didn't see it until I was like 24 oh yeah I know what you're talking about <laughs> Can't you see how much oh man, Casanova, Casanova, Casanova. That's it. Microphone check one two one two. What your... up? Oh, what up? That was an aggressive. What up? Hey man, that's how Ryan's feeling. Right <laughs> Ryan is feeling really aggressive tonight. He is. He is. Long day. He is, I love that. He is <laughs> Snapchatting. He is on the Twitter. I love it. All, all the, the devices, everything. The tweeter right now. He has about three cell phones out right now. That's it. I oh my goodness. Phone. Work life balance. Oh man, <laughs> trying to find it. Oh man, this is the the second episode, third episode, third episode, third episode. Yeah. Uh, maybe if if it goes right, this will be the second one you hear right. of the Marketing Misfits podcast. Um, just a couple of uh, New York uh, classy trained marketers, urban millennials, uh, gonna give our not so classy take on on the landscape real quick. That's all the buzzwords. Oh man. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, if this is not pop up in your SEO, yeah, right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it's your boy. I did it. I, I really don't want to. I don't want to be the. I your thought boy you were going to do. I it. I know. I try not to every there time. It just comes out. It's fine. It's natural. <laughs> ah, Mike Summers, Ryan Chappelle, Stuart Cornelius. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're missing our beloved. Yes. Oh man. She had to take care of the business tonight. So you know. Yes, we're we're missing we're missing. Yes. Yeah, we'll miss her. So we sure. apologize ahead time. of time for our voice of reason not being here. <laughs> and if you haven't heard us before, we're a few guys, like we said, classically trained, um, all different spots. Different businesses from the brand side to the agency side to tech side, mm-hmm. all that kind of good stuff in between. Um, giving a little take, man. Just giving a little new, new little fresh voice on the marketing landscape, real quick. Talking about some of the current events that are going on. Talking about um, some of the culture that's going on. Uh, a little bit of everything. Trying to give you a real world lens. Trying to give you something that you won't fall asleep to. Um, Word. <laughs> but and you but, might walk away with. You right. might get a little smarter on this. Might and, get a nugget. See why you know. See why and how brands kind of reach you. I mean, you got everyone watches this stuff. They get served all these ads, and they can't really understand how or why it's happening. So hopefully, we can demystify some of this for you. Right. So what I'm loving are like the different level of um uh, of marketers who have been listening mm-hmm. to this. So I've been getting everything from you know people who I look up to and and um, aspire to be in the marketing world listening to me and giving me like positive feedback. Um, but then also people who are just trying to find their footing and figure out marketing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and basic stuff. So we might roll off the tongue. We might say SEO search engine optimization and for everybody in the room and, and a lot of people we work with, that's a everyday term or a buzzword. A lot of people who are trying to get into the, to the, to the game, um, haven't heard that. Right. You know what I mean? Or a lot of the stuff that we talked so about. So we'll try to, we try to give you the, you know, the full definition yeah, yeah. We try to give you a little bit of everything, Wherever man. We realize it's for everybody. It's for everybody. <laughs> we love you. We love the people. Um, what are we talking about today, guys? We got we got a lot of stuff going on, right? Yeah, we got. Um, uh, let's. Uh, I'm not even gonna get. I was about to give y'all the Rolodex. Y'all gonna have to listen. Uh, you have to listen to figure out what we're talking about today. I really want to get. I want to get with it. I want to get with this. Uh, this Papa John's. Oh shit! Oh man! 
<laughs> but I used to I used to really like Papa John's. Am I the only person who really used to like really? No, we we actually used to eat Papa nah. John's every week in grad school. Yes, it, <laughs> on it was the bottom floor. Oh yeah, of our, our grad school. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With the kegs. Yeah. Papa I mean, John's was <laughs> rocking, man. They were the first to give us the garlic sauce for real. So I mean, and 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 so at at in grad school where you know we were definitely the minorities, we were eating it with the kegs every day. Well, I was also eating it in uh, Morehouse too. Oh yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to try to front. No, we definitely ate Papa John's. There, there was a Papa John's on. Well, after we left, but there was a Papa There's John's one on, on campus. campus now. Yeah, I know. I don't want to talk about it. They, they, no, they they stuff. just kicked it off. Oh, they oh right after all this went down, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, bro. Last couple of months, the Papa John's on Morehouse campus is gone. Yeah, I mean, I know y'all not eating it no more. But how did you used to eat it? Did you used to dip or did you used to pour that sauce? And I used to pour that, on that top. sauce on top. Oh, people I know. Pour pour, okay. People poured it. I used to pour it. I, I love, I, I love garlic I, sauce. I poured it. How greedy are y'all? <laughs> hey man, when you hungry, anytime I had Papa John's, it was going through like, a lot in grad school. You know what I'm saying? It, it was never like <laughs> what type of metabolism it. do you guys have? I never had it when I wasn't None, like, I was, starving. Right, I was none. always starving. Oh man! All right, give it. Well, give us a. Uh, what happened? What, can can you give us a little bit of uh, over the Papa John's? Yeah. yeah. So, um, some of y'all might have heard that Papa John's, you know, dropped the N word um, on a con- on a conference <laughs> call with. Uh, his creative agency what, slash like, what did he drop? The N word. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even the the what you can't drop. You know <laughs> nah, what I'm saying? You can't. If you're a white man in America, that's just not allowed. Um, so he did that on the you know he was talking about the consumer base and everything was happening with the NFL and you know it, it kind of hit his tipping point. I guess he decided that that's how he wanted to express his express his uh frustration. So he got ousted from his company. Um, couldn't be chairman, couldn't be CEO anymore. And so now the board has taken control. Um, if you can tell, and you've seen a Papa John's commercial recently, he's not in it. It's like some new voice. Like their Papa John's commercials look more like Pizza Hut commercials. <laughs> no, nah, I think it's looking more like a Popeye's commercial. Uh, fine. Either way. <laughs> it, it, nah, well, I mean, except without the little black lady in it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's getting real diverse. Yeah, now it is. That's true. They have all the employees on the. Uh... Well, it's because, man, black people eat Papa John's, bro. <laughs> like, that's just what it is. Like, you don't want to alienate your audience. But. So, um, Papa John, I'm not going to call him Papa John. John Schumacher. <laughs> call, call him Papa. I'm not, I'm not calling him Call Papa. him Papa, Stu. <laughs> Don't call I him mean, Papa John because he's going to start calling you boy and stuff. Yeah, that, that's, John Schneider. That's, that's what's funny to me. It, took, it took the N-word for them to get him out. As soon as the first meeting where he said, hey, I'm Papa, I'd yeah. be like, oh. I'm done. You got to go. It's a wrap. <laughs> we we got to get out of here. You got to go. Something, something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. So yeah he, it's just crazy. It's like, you know, when you get rid of a face of a brand and you have to figure out what next how you engage with consumers without a personification of your brand right so it's easy for a Cheetos with Chester the Cheetah mm-hmm. it's easy with the lady from uh, Popeye's commercial <laughs> what, what's that her y'all, name? we've referenced like twice already mm-hmm. on Popeye's. Popeye's lady what you mean but um get rid of him I mean I, I wonder what they're gonna have to do figure this one out they won't have a face they won't have a face. They just won't have a face. They have faces. They have faces. They won't like have that a face. Airbnb commercial that had like a ton of different faces. I don't know if everyone's seen that commercial, but it was like, yeah. like side uh, split screens for all the different um, nationalities, ethnicities. Um, yeah, they had to on. do that. But do you need a face? That's fair. They had to do that. Yeah, I mean, you don't. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know that you would try to replace him. I think you would just do commercials and branding, just Papa John's, just like Domino's does. Yeah. Or Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut has never had a, per- I mean, a person. I mean, maybe back in the day, but they never really had a person. Yeah. I mean. But I do like the little Caesars guy, but. I mean, yeah, but he's a fictional character. He can't drop an M-bomb. But, but that's my could. thing, too. So we, we, we talk about. <laughs> fair. Fair. <laughs> fair. He could, but he won't. Right. We no talk way. We talk about um 
these new brands today, and we, we hype up, you know, I love this brand, I love this brand. I, I really think people undervalue the branding in a person and what that means today. So yeah. you take, like, your colleagues of the world. You know, you take your... Um, um, your uh, Rihanna with Fenty Beauty and all that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are people who are just... just the only reason about their brand is, is purely their name, right? That's it, yeah. yeah. Right, that actually reminds me I mean, of, Tesla. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. why, why, why are you buying it? Elon Musk. Elon Musk is the sole reason you believe in in Tesla or... He's like a G for real, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. smoking, like, marijuana. Oh, you saw that, too, huh? Yeah, yeah it, was pretty, too. it was pretty funny to watch. I was like, hey, new CEOs out here making a difference. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, It's interesting you say that because I remember, I think it was uh, Jamel Hill had mentioned about or talked about personal brands and how people have, like, you want to have a personal brand, everybody talks about it, but if you don't have a product or you don't have nothing to sell, how can you call yourself a brand? So, like, you always have to make sure you have something mm-hmm. to offer, whether it's a service offering, products that you sell. Without that, you can't really be a brand, even though you might have on your Instagram right. brand. Quote, well, I, mean, I mean, I think that term is, you know, it's been used so much now. Um, and I don't, I don't remember any other time before probably the last like five years where you would refer to yourself as a brand like well free social media well like, well i think i think i'm, I'm, I'm gonna beg to differ on that one uh, you take your diddy take your diddy days well no i mean i mean the common man is now like i'm a brand like right, you walk like, around like you oh. know what i'm saying like it's, oh, it's democratized now well, you so know who started that who i'm not a businessman all right hope yeah, i'm a businessman yeah i mean that's real but everybody ain't Jay Z and everybody ain't able. And so. everybody's business has a different valuation. So we, 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 yeah, we'll get into that we, later. Yeah, right. Too, yeah. That's something else. But yeah, I mean, uh, we we, didn't, we actually didn't get to actually this week's news on uh, Papa Joe. What, what? Oh yeah. So he, so after all of that, he got ousted and all of that, and now he's he kind of he created a website um, that's employing the employees to save our life's work, and by our he means his life work, because I'm sure those people that work there, and if, and if you were a person of color and you work at Papa John's, you're probably really conflicted right now, right? Because here you are, you had this person that ran this brand, that founded this brand, and you know deep down inside he has no respect for people of color or black people specifically. Yeah. So. You mean you mean Janice ain't worried about uh, hey man <laughs> life's work? Hey man, no. I mean I'm not there. <laughs> I'm not there, but I want answers, right? <laughs> I'll be yeah. sitting in the front row in the town hall, like right. what's good with a notepad with a notepad ready to jot down some stuff. <laughs> like Jan- where's my promotion? Just yeah. need to know where I need to move to. <laughs> no Word. sir, J- Janice is clocking out at eight fifty three. Easy. Now, if you ever clocked out, you know that it codes every 15 minutes and it rounds up to the closest 15 minutes. So you clock out at the 53, because then that clocks you out at 9 o'clock. If you clock out at 52, that clocks you it's out at It's called time stealing, Michael. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, man. All right, man. While we're talking about um, um, old um, men with right. money. Right. Um, <laughs> R.I.P. to Paul Allen. Yeah. Paul Allen. Man, uh, a pioneer for the tech industry for sure. Um, you know, most people know Bill Gates but don't know Paul Allen. Paul Allen was the co-founder of Microsoft. Um, their first initial purchase order was with IBM um, to create software for their computers. And without Paul Allen's kind of vision and problem-solving skills, um, Microsoft prob- probably wouldn't be what it is today from, you know, from a scale standpoint because Paul Allen – you know, acquired a company under Microsoft to help them meet the deadline to have the software for for DOS 
ready for IBM. So most people know Bill uh, Bill Gates, but don't know Paul Allen. He's I mean he's the owner of the Seahawks. He's the owner of the Trailblazers. He's part owner of the Sounders. He has many different you know ventures, and you know he died with like being worth like twenty one billion dollars. So. So that's a business. That's a that's a business. Yes, that's, that's a brand. <laughs> that's right a brand. There. That's, a, that's brand. a brand right there. So you know, salute to, to salute to Paul Allen and everything he's kind of given us and and uh, yeah, and, and I know I, lo- I know a lot of the different players from his, from the team do that we, he owns. Yeah, have reached out and sent their condolences. condolences. Do we know how he passed away? Uh, lymphoma. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was diagnosed in 1982. Actually, shortly you know shortly after the whole Microsoft stuff went through and that IBM deal went through. Wow. Yeah. Where's the money going? I don't know. He has a, he has a bunch of different like research centers that like or institutions that do research on cancer research and all that stuff. So that, so is he in the the commitment with Bill Gates and Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure he has his own thing that he's doing though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think when you get a certain po- like when you get to a certain level of wealthy People start looking at you like, all right, bro. Like, what what you doing? What with you this? doing with this? Are you <laughs> going to cut the people a check? Or yeah, are you just yeah. going to sit there. And- yeah. So that's basically what happened to Bezos, like last year. Yeah. Yep. Where Bezos hit that real big payday. Well, he was like, let me be number one in the world, and I'm gonna help y'all out. Yeah. <laughs> and then everybody was like, hey, Bill Gates, and everybody were looking at him like, hey, man. Yeah. We get I think Warren Buffett, like, hey, brother. Yeah. <laughs> all right now, You're making us look bad. <laughs> I think that's what Warren Buffett said. To, hey, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, what you doing with that money? Um. All right. Um, we're talking about uh, old men. Um, Harry's sounds like an old man. Yeah, great brunch spot if you ever in New York. Harry's, yeah, Harry's, Harry's, Harry's that's is how, that's how I go to. Harry's is a, Have you met Harry? Yeah, he be in there all the time. Oh, Harry's like this old, like I don't know, Irish immigrant or yeah. Italian immigrant. Yeah, he's the man. Oh yeah, super cool. Shakes everybody's hand when he walks. Shakes everybody's hand. Takes great. about about two minutes for him to get his hand up and get the full hand oh, shake. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I want him to get that razor out. Man, <laughs> oh. man he's one of them shake your hand and like hold your elbow, Bill Clinton. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. He's guys. trying to hold himself up. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's what he's doing. Good man, nonetheless. No, I uh, can't do that. Harry's uh, line extension, so uh, mm-hmm. different Harry. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if there's actually a Harry behind this. Uh, I assume it can name came from somewhere, but uh, Harry's razors, as um, all you fellas may know out there, um, creating a line extension for women. Flamingo. Flamingo. Um, they said they were staying away from. It's kind of funny because <laughs> they're staying away from the uh, throw pink on it and charge more. So traditional razors, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's how I get, that's what yeah, it yeah. is. That's a that's a good approach. Yeah, yeah. Traditional razors make it pink, and then they charge women twice as much. Mm-hmm. Um, Harris razors are, are are priced about the same, sometimes less. Not pink. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, have like a better grip because most women shave in the shower and weight it. Although, like, I don't really understand it because the Harry's razor, I feel like, is pretty weighted and has a good grip on it now. Yeah. I mean, I shave in the shower. I yeah. I don't have nearly the beard as my. Two fellow Colleagues. podcasters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we got full, full beard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the guy who can, like, I'd be shaving, like, on the train. Well, what's crazy to me is, oh, like, those guys. Yeah. you talk about, like, diminishing returns. Like, why do some of these razors have five razor blades on it? Like, I, like how many bra- how many blades does it take to cut, Man. <laughs> cut through the hair? You know what I'm saying? There's like, been so many parodies about that, too. Um, I, I think that when you look at this industry, it's getting to the point where, and this is all on the subscription model right and so i'm just thinking about the average person's share of wallet because i already pay for my my video programming my hulus my netflix my spotify's for my music and all this other stuff like at what point do we just say 
I, this is the cap for all of the subscriptions that I can do. Oh, yeah, do. I'm done. I, I literally just got an uh, uh, Apple charge, yeah. and I don't know what it's for. And yeah. I have to find time to, like, get around to, like, getting out of whatever subscription it's I'm in right bad, now. It's getting bad, man. I'm, t- I'm telling you, I, I get a notification for something that comes through, and I'm just like, what is this for again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've okay. been trying to cancel my 5-4 slash Menlo, whatever. They've changed their name to <laughs> who's uh, subscription mm-hmm. for clothes. I'm just like... Yo, I need to just stop with the subscription. Trunk so, Club and all this other stuff. Cancel right. my LinkedIn did, premium. Did you, did you do the that. Trunk Club? Nah. I, I, I tested it, but I didn't like any of the clothes. Okay. Yeah, I got I got one. Uh, I got one Trunk and Club. sent that thing right back. I've been wondering who are the people that, who, who go for it. I, I, I've been debate. Well, I didn't debate it, but like I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I yeah. want to know more about it, yeah. but I don't have the money to give you right Yo, now. Yo, Trunk Club is not cheap. Man. That's also another Trunk thing. Club is not cheap. It's I think it's cheap. called Menlo House now. So 5-4 rebranded themselves as Menlo uh, House, but okay. I only remember 5-4. Yeah. But um, they have it where you can't – you only can exchange sizes. You can't exchange the actual item. So you're stuck with the yeah. actual item, Man, if you, even if you don't like box. it. So I'm like <laughs> – Whatever they gave you? Yeah, whatever you gave me. So I have nope. like in almost like every other – every other box is good. So like one box, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep the subscription around for a little bit and then – Next one come, I'm like, shit, I don't know if I want these pants. They don't fit right. Or, you know, so that's their, like, biggest like, How much problem they need to fix. 60 bucks a month. And what are you getting? So you might get a pair of pants and two T-shirts. You might get a pair of shoes and a, a T-shirt. You might get a oh, jacket it's and... already too inconsistent for me. Right. It's a lot of yeah. random stuff. You know, all it's over a piecemeal outfit. Piece, oh yeah, piecemeal, you get, you get, it's you get a little bit at a time. Outfit. Yeah, that's I just, what it is. I just got a new IG ad for for something like that. You probably yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it was. You're the demographic. Yeah, you know, I don't. Yeah, get, looking I don't for get you. ads. I don't get ads in my IG. Oh, I get bad ads. That's actually, crazy. I actually click on things because I want to get more ads. I'm gonna knock on wood because I don't want any ads in my IG. How do you yeah, not I get, get ads? I, I get I'm, ads. I think I'm in a control group or something, man. He probably immune to the. Yeah, shit. I don't know. I get enough on Twitter. I'm good. I, I don't need any more ads. I understand how it works, so it's like I'm not really in their demographic anyway. Uh, I, had, I had to cut the. Uh, I had to cut the cord on um, Movie Pass. Duh. Like two months ago. Absolutely. Yeah. Movie Pass. You can't go to any movies that you actually like. Oh yeah, we did a whole spill on Movie Pass on the 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 Lost Tape. That's uh, the first Lost episode. Tape. Yeah, let's call it the Lost Tape. That's exactly what <laughs> it call is. That. Yeah, nobody nobody knows about that one. Um, yeah, but Movie Pass was just just raping me. Yeah, it, it was bad. taking all my money. It, it was, was bad. It, yeah, and yeah. you didn't get what you needed. Oh yeah, nothing, nothing. But but for I had a solid probably ten month run. Have you guys ever used a uh, LinkedIn Premium? Mm-mm. Yeah, uh, quiet. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what is that? And yeah, that's like, how I got to I New York. That's how I got to New York. So shout out to my sister. She works at uh, LinkedIn, but you know, I, oh, I she had, it, I had, it, I had it. No, I paid, but I had to, <laughs> I had to turn it off quickly uh, when I found out it was how much it was. What's but, the benefit? Yeah. Uh, you get access to, you can see the recruiters. recruiters. So like, I, I was able to like literally reach out directly to the recruiter. I was like, hey, I'm trying to get this job. Uh, and that's how hey, I got. Life and hey, hey, well, we see you got actual experience in marketing. Cool, and then. Turn conversation, conversation turned into an interview, interview turned into Oh wow. Are you marketers in training? And here I am with y'all. Oh wow. wow. That's a plug. That's ain't got a job, so. If that's not a plug. That's fantastic. <laughs> Shout out to LinkedIn. Yes, hey, man. Sister, but, you know. and, now that's and, useful. And that's I'll our sponsorship that. today. Yeah, that's, that's what <laughs> that's a subscription to sign up for. It. Um, <laughs> right and then you gotta cancel it though. It's a little expensive. Oh, I where gonna, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. Life hack. <laughs> there you go. Y'all pay attention now. Oh man. All right, all right. So we're while we're talking old people. Um, the Connors. We we have a we have a nice old Caucasian lineup for yeah. the first like five topics. So is this so confirmed for me? This is a rebrand of Roseanne. of the reboot uh, for the people. 
Yeah, so yeah. it's a rebrand. I can, I, can, I can get a spiel. Um, yeah. So Roseanne, um, Roseanne, you know Roseanne. Uh, Roseanne did a reboot. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, we know who she is. Yeah. Right? We don't like her. Came, she came Depending back. on who you ask. <laughs> she had, what, seven, 17 million something um, viewers on the first episode? Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. Um, she started feeling herself. She was feeling herself always. Um, and by the way, the episodes were like super... Um, Super right, which was which I'm I'm I don't even care if you're on the right or left, but like it was, um, it was it was definitely like a really polarizing, but it was definitely for you know the Trump um, audience, the, yeah, the Trump audience demographic, etc. Um, and that's who she is as a person. Um, the thing is, is she started representing everything that people dislike about um some of the people who are in that audience, and that's a good way to put it, yeah. Yeah, uh, she tweeted. I know Stu knows the tweet. Uh, I don't even remember, man. Uh, I, she basically I, said one of Obama's. Um, oh yeah, Valley Jarrett. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, say it then. You know it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think she called her a gorilla or a monkey, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh shit! I'm, that's exactly I'm done. what happened. I, yeah, I know. But <laughs> like, look, here's the thing. I try to suppress some of that stuff out of my mind just so I don't, you know. I just hate how Stu pretends like he doesn't know things and I then know, says the exact. This is, this, I was gonna say this is the place to express it, right? <laughs> my bad. I just don't want to spaz out. I, I love white people, man. You no, know, we oh, got spaz out, but you know. Anyway, they cut the show. Um, coming back as the Connors. Um, and Twitter went ham last night. Twitter went ham. Like pretty much everybody who was a Roseanne fan or the right were on there talking about we're boycotting it. We're not watching it. Um, I mean, they had like a hashtag Roseanne. Uh, so Roseanne's on the sh- is killed off on the show. Yeah, by opioids. Uh, oh, that's opioid addiction. Aggressive. It is. It's well, they said Jesus at Christ. first. At first in the show, they said, "Oh, she died of a heart attack," and then later found out it was opioid. It was opioid overdose, addiction. Overdose. Yo, so, the writer was just in there laughing like I'm so right. So what's <laughs> yeah, funny right. is so what's funny is she's on Twitter. She's she's the type of I'm not dead, bitches. <laughs> so, yeah. On Twitter during the show, it's just so disjointed. Um, but the but the crazy thing I think it was I think it was this week. Um. I heard on NPR. I think it was NPR uh, study. Maybe somebody else um, just did a recent um, uh, study, and so two big things came out of it. One, like there's this perception of um, certain demographics or certain certain areas of the country are like really really struggling, like coal country or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, it's like it's really pocketed who's struggling or not. So so the thing is, is regionally places are really depending on one industry, and that's what's happening. So coal places might be struggling, but that just means like the oil country is thriving right now. So the, it, it's it's very spotty in terms of who's struggling and who's booming right now, and everybody has this perception right. of like rural America and middle America or whatever is is really really struggling. So that was that was one learning out of it. Two uh, was the opioids piece. So the opioids piece is really <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Oh yeah. So they 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 broke down like how many people. Like, do you know somebody who um, is struggling with opioid addiction? 49%, I want to say. Don't quote me on that exact number, but it's around half. Um, say yes. Wow. So, so I believe that. this is the demographic that they're talking to. Right. So, one, that demographic is mad about the show rebooting without Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Two, you're hitting a topic that hits close to home with them and, mm-hmm. and killing her off with that. It's kind of a lot. Um, and I... I I'm struggling with who's watching the show, though. I mean, it's, it it ties back to kind of what we were talking about with Papa John's, right? When the main character or the personification of a brand leaves, right? So Roseanne for Roseanne and Papa John's for Papa John's is like, can 
can the brand or can in this case can the actors carry the carry the story and carry the comedy and carry the interesting um you know takes on comedy with the audience or can they not right yeah same thing with Papa John's can can Papa John's as Papa John's created a brand that can live without Papa John's I don't know the yeah that, it's, that's true so There's a lot of parallels so while the show did. And I said the 17 million number is what the the premiered on Roseanne. No, nah, the show did. It was the, 24 or something? No, no, the show, no, nah, nah, the show did 10.5. No, 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 I'm talking about the premiere of Roseanne. Oh, yeah, it did something like 17. So I think it was 17. So That's pretty big. The premiere of Roseanne did 17. The premiere of the Connors did, did 10.5. 10.5. But it led, it led the, all the shows. It led all the shows. And it beat This Is Us. That's big. It beat, it beat This Is Us. It wasn't a, it wasn't a premiere of This Is Us. No, so, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah um, right. I think This Is Us had like eight point something. Uh yes yeah and then the finale of Roseanne had like ten point six so it it's online it's in line with the with all the other airings aside from the premiere of Roseanne yes the Connors is it's it's in the same line of like the four episodes like after the premiere exactly yeah. exactly but it has to maintain that well yeah it's the premiere so you know it, you only really go down from there from there yeah right? so. well the big thing I think about it is um that was that was part of the the big you know sale for NBC mm-hmm. last year when they're selling advertisers on the upcoming fall season and, yep. and really coming in, that was their headliner. Mm-hmm. And, and look at Roseanne. And that's called Upfronts, folks, yes, by the way, for, the, for you all that aren't I mean, you really got to look at that, too. Like, Upfront of the year. On the brand side, like, you got to really make a decision and a choice around what brands you're going to align yourself with, in this case, a actual show. Um, cause you know, partnerships and all that kind of stuff, you start being affiliated with those things. You got to really be careful about what you might be really associating yourself with that. And our audiences might uh, get confused about, right? So in this and case, Papa like, John's man, is perfect for. Like, I don't know Rose if I, <laughs> I don't know if I want my brand around Papa John's. Hey, man. <laughs> I know, man. Show. Like, well, I tell you what. All right, I'm, cause you got to be safe, but you got to be you got to be cognizant of the shit, right? Yeah. So <laughs> all right, I'm getting to it, man. Cause we've been real, we've been real PC. I want to, I want to. Yeah, know that's I'm what getting, like, I'm getting it. with the shits. Um, <laughs> I want to know from the room. Let's call this a year ago, cause today things are a little bit different. One year ago, mm-hmm. a reboot comes out called The Huxtables. With no Bill Cosby. What is black America doing? <laughs> a lot of deep breaths on the other side. <laughs> um, black- we getting with the shits now. I'm tired, it, as, it I'm tired as PC talking. It depends. Talking. It depends. It really does depend. Because I tell you right now, if it was called the Huxtables and it was like Will Smith as the lead, it's going to kill. I'm going to tell you right now. It's going to kill. Pop there was no shot. There. There's no oh, shot. Yeah. That it would fail. I promise you that right now. No, I'm not talking about Will Smith as the league. I'm talking about the Huxtables with everybody from the show. Oh, I think except, I think I think oh, it would be great. Except Will. I think it would be great. No, you know why? Because I think if you call it the Huxtables, that's a different brand than calling it the Cosby's. For sure. Let's start that's there. That's true. That's Cosby's true. already the name just yeah. itself, the name just She ain't lying. Is making our boy over here, Mike Grinch. <laughs> Mike the engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike. Um, but yeah, no, I think Hustables can stand on its own. You think Hustables can stand on its own with that? Yeah, you got so many stories to tell. Now nah, you would, need- and I'm not even a big. I mean, I might get, I might get. But some the thing hate is more so. This, but- so the thing is more so, to, and what this is why I say a year ago. Cause I'm talking about when when allegations first coming come and maybe it was a year, maybe it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when allegations first come out. Mm-hmm. Like like okay. right now, you know. Your boy's been convicted. Like people, people started to draw a line in the sand mm-hmm. when it first came out, and you have to choose if you're with your boy or you're not with your boy. And they come out with a show called The Huxwells and a reboot, and the network makes a decision that we're not with your boy. 
but that's a different one. That's a different question, right? Is would you rock with? Cosby or not, and two, would you launch? But that's what that's that's what the show is. Yeah, I wouldn't. But so if you, I was executive, uh, if I was at Paramount, if I was brand brand seat, whatever you want to call it, I would not be launching while all these women are like, "Yo, no <laughs> dice, I ain't feeling this shit right now." <laughs> you Yo, know what I'm saying? That, so so I'm not, bad tweets is not one thing. That. A bad tweet is one thing. Sexual al- allegations on sex, whole, sexual assault <laughs> is a whole another it's crazy. It's rape. It's level. rape. It's fine. All of that because there are level there are levels to yeah to sexual misconduct. Absolutely. And I want to make sure we call rape the, rape rape rape. And I yeah. appreciate that. And so, but but even for the ones that it didn't go down, it was abuse. It was rape. So it's varying degrees. But there's no way that I'm not. I would I would definitely not have a problem canceling that show. I might not even reboot it. The question isn't canceling. Is does Black America watch it? Does Black America watch it if it goes to production or like you mean if, the Huxtables? If it was so the, the same exact same episode, scenario. yes. Except it's the Huxtables and not the Connors. Is Black America tuning in last night? Yeah, they watch it. Yeah, but now you're talking. Man, about we are loyal, now, but, dude. But now we you're talking about wait, wait, wait. Now you're talking about a different time, though, right? Because before you were saying yeah. if you launch it while all this shit's happening, that's a totally right, different right, day right, when, right, right when the shit pops off. Nah, we or mean, like right, right after the shit pops off, right when. Right when you know the allegations, but there's still a question of what, whether what, what's the truth. I think there. I think networks are sensitive to all of that, man. I, I'll, I'll give be. you a great example of this right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Debbie Lee came to Twitter today, so she's on our board. She's talking about you know her dad. We we did a partnership with Twitter Stripes, which is like the employee resource group for military veterans that work at Twitter, right? And Blackbirds, you know, obviously the black employees at Twitter and their allies. And she came and talked about it because she's a black woman. She's on the board and her dad was in the military. So she's a military kid. She traveled all over the place. And she said one of the most difficult um, times as as her, you know, as the time that she was a CEO at BET was after Chris Brown's assault on Rihanna Michael Jackson died that same year, right? And so no one, and she knew in her mind, no one could do a proper tribute to Michael Jackson but Chris Brown. But she was like, there is no way in good conscience that I could have this man go on stage. Like, what message does that send to little girls out there in the world? And so she said it was a hard decision because she wanted to pay tribute to her her childhood hero, but couldn't just allow that to happen because of everything that went down. So you have to draw a hard line in the sand. And I completely, I think she made the right decision. And, and at that time he hadn't served his time. He hadn't done any of that yet. Right. So you can't even begin the re, the redemptive tour without doing your time. So if you remember the year after is when he actually did the tribute. Okay. Okay. But so, he had paid so his time. You lost me there for a second. Like, but he did it. He did. He did <laughs> it. Right? Right? I was thinking the same thing too. I was like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He did the tribute. But it, yeah. <laughs> he, right. he did the tribute, but not remember it was super delayed. Cause we watched the first one. We were right. like, where is Chris Brown? People were asking that, but that was his comeback, man. When he yeah. did, when he did, man in the mirror, that is yeah. What that but was, yeah. but she was saying he was sad. Everyone was sad. Like Tito Jackson called her, was like, "We want Chris Brown." And she was like, "I can't, I cannot do that Not at this right time. Now. You just can't." No. So timing plays a big part in that as well, right? Yeah. Depending on what the situation is, right? Everything is different. All right, man. I'm glad we got with the shits though. Yeah, Mike. Wait. Damn, Mike trying to be a great. You trying guy. to flip tables I'm over, over here, and sweating shit. now. Mike. Okay, I'm glad we got you know with this shit. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's just jump into our uh, our our big uh, segment of the of the of the pot of the pot. 
It is. It is the Inner Brand Top 100 Brands. (laughs) (laughs) Too too many, too many, too many, too many. Too many. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh. For all my people at work. That was everything. I might stop listening after that. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, but. All right, for all my people at work, we're going to do the Inner Brand 2000. Give me context. 18 top 100 brands context 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 um a bald head friend ryan yeah so uh inner brand the best way to describe it is a brand consultancy a global brand consultancy that um has put together a, a methodology and evaluation for brands right so they look at a couple of different things so going to it right now they look at financial forecasts so you know how how well is the brand performing financially um and what that looks like over a period of time the role of the brand. So the role of the brand is everything less like price increases, anything that we can affect in terms mm-hmm. of like changing prices, changing how we distribute it, those kind of things. And then brand strength. So they define brand strength across a variety of different factors. So it could be authenticity. It could be consistency. It could be governance in terms of how do you do you have enough resources within your within that said brand to execute the brand strategy that you want? Um, a lot of different, a lot of interesting things. So another one is uh, relevance, differentiation. So is your brand differentiated from the others in the competition? Um, consistency in how you execute. A lot of the, a lot of cool different things. But um, I wanted to bring it up because I thought it was pretty interesting to see the list. Um, and Stu kind of noticed a couple of different nuggets out of it. And so um, I think there's a lot of tech companies in there. Yeah. In it's the uh, so in the top ten is there's six tech companies. Can, so we, can we get a? Can yeah, we get I was gonna a, say let's do the top ten. Yeah, and the okay. top ten is six. It's Apple, Google, Amazon, Microsoft. So the so the top, the top five, four of them are tech companies, and then Coca Cola is the number number five company. I mean, I'm let's a, just do a run. Let's just do a run. All right, who who's who's gonna do it? I'll do it. I just get you to five. No, I need them all, man. I need them all. You, <laughs> you, you want the hundred? You cherry pick. I don't need a hundred. All right, let, let's just run through real quick. <laughs> Um, number one, Apple. Number, am I reading right? Number yep. two, Google. Okay. Yeah. Number one, Apple. Number two, Google. Number three, Amazon. Number four, Microsoft. Number five, Coca Cola. Number six, Samsung. Number seven, Toyota. Number eight, Mercedes Benz. Number nine, Facebook. Number ten, McDonald's. Number eleven. Let's start. Wait, wait, wait. Let's stop. Let's stop at the top ten first. Top we 10? can get into the. We gonna do twenty? We can do the bottom. Nah, we're not doing twenty. Ten. Facebook. 10. Why is Facebook so high? <laughs> I know. Man, I thought Facebook was Facebook a little a, bit lower. They are a monster. But they had a rough year. It doesn't matter. Facebook Facebook, Facebook Facebook is boring. I'm sorry. Facebook is Facebook is not boring. You, here's why Facebook <sighs> isn't boring. I'm gonna tell you right All now. Right. If there's somebody in the room that doesn't like Facebook more than me, like <laughs> like I hate that company. I'm not gonna lie to you. But I will tell you this. I'll go look for a new job. Right. I was I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I, 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 this this is the reason why. This is the reason why. And I and it, it really does come to the points that it comes to the point like where Facebook is now facing a position that banks faced in the housing market, like in the housing crisis. They are now at this point almost too big to fail. So regardless of what security breaches they have, regardless of all of that, advertisers will still spend money with Facebook because of reach and scalability and, you know, efficiency on some level. So like people like people don't care. I mean, they don't care and they don't really care about they have one. What? One sixth of the Earth's population is on Facebook. You really think they care about security for real, for real? Because a lot of this stuff they knew about 
ahead of time, and they were just like, "We'll pay the fine." I feel, I feel like, like I feel like, like he. I feel like Stu posts like every day. On I also Facebook think it's more than one six. I'm not even on. I'm not even on Facebook. <laughs> okay. I'm not even on Facebook. Yeah, I'm, I haven't been. I've been posting on Facebook in. And forever. so when you look, so when you look at all of those things, it's like okay, one billion people. Oh, okay, th- they're too big to fail. It's, it's one point six. Right? It says more more than one billion people. More than one billion are active. Yeah, but they had one billion before they acquired Instagram. Instagram had like five hundred million. So they're in that realm I mean, somewhere. Incremental. That's not, I mean, it's a lot of overlap there. I mean. Yes and no, right? Because there there are people, there are parents that are Instagram and they weren't on Facebook. But you know who's really touting? Um, we're, we're taking some some detours, so just ride with us. Um, who's really touting in, of having truly um, incremental consumers who are not on other platforms? It's Snapchat. Mm. Snapchats. Uh, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but 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 what they'll break down to you is uh, there. There's a large percentage that are not on Twitter. A large percentage that are not I on Facebook. That. Not on Instagram, et cetera. I totally believe that. Yeah. I would also ask, what is their purchasing power <laughs> right now? What does that mean to you right now as a brand? If you, if you are Bacardi, that means nothing to you. Yeah, but everybody has purchasing power. Yes, but it's, it's del- if you're Bacardi, that means nothing to you. If you're Bacardi. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. what I'm getting at is like you can – Market if you're Gucci, you can market to that group, and they, you know, they can have affinity for your brand, and maybe at some point they get there and want to buy or ask their parents to buy it. But in this immediate state, it doesn't get you immediate return. That's but, like that's the long. But game. everybody on Snapchat aren't teenagers, and targeting is targeting. So if you have yeah. if you have a targeting, you're you're getting reached within no, that target. Everybody isn't, but they highly index on that. Highly index. Highly so index. this is what I'm saying. So like. But you get who you pay for. Brands would just be like, if that was the case, brands would be like, okay, I'm just going to do Snapchat to get the young people and Facebook and be done. That's my plan. But I mean, some people want to cash in, you know what I'm saying? Like some people want to actually like cash in and build equity. So some uh, some brands understand that equity is not Yeah, if you're going to play the long game, absolutely. Some want to play the long game, but some want to play both, which I think a lot of content publishers and agencies get irritated with. But that's just the nature of the game, and then some want to play the short game, just period. Like, I mean, I, I think that fast moving. Goods, I think sure. that's what makes it difficult, though, right? Right? Because if yeah. you're in tech, you're in the now business until you get to a point where you're Facebook, where you're looking two years down the road as opposed to quarter to quarter. Or Snap, Kanye West, Snap it, well, or Kanye West. Oof. That's that's fair. Um, but Snap is now in this unique place. They're burning through cash, and they're calling themselves a hardware company. We don't know which way is up, and then they're talking about original creator, like original series. Like at this point, it's like, huh? Like everyone's looking at when they—that's not the fix. They got filters for cats. Like, what is your direction right? That's really why the stock came down a little bit. Was like trying to figure out what they got going on. But yeah, I mean, stocks all over the place. But I mean, but if you take, I mean, the stock has been gravy though. The stock has been good to me. Oh, I, you probably sold at the right time. Yeah. It ain't been good to me. I can do this. I can do this uh, podcast for free. Uh, good for you, man. Because of that stock. Good right. for you. Wait, don't speak for all of us. Now. Yeah. No, <laughs> wait, wait until my marijuana stock comes in. Then, then we will talk, man. Oh, yeah. But if Facebook wants to be an advertiser. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, if, honestly, if Facebook shut their doors today, they would be one of the largest data companies in the world. And they would always have find a way to monetize that. Always. So so for that, I will always respect that company. That's fair. Always, always, always. Another interesting um, fact off of the the top 100 global brands list is the luxury brands um, who increased responsi- responsiveness over the past five years have, uh, over 2018, have grew their value 48 or 43% greater than uh, those who didn't. That's so, a hell of a jump. 
Right, so that's why you're saying companies on here. Like, if we go down, go down some of the luxury brands on the list. It's like a Gucci on mm-hmm. there. I saw give some numbers. LVMH on there. Um, I'm trying to look right now. Thirty nine. I know the the number. I think it's thirty nine. It's something yeah. like that. It's, Ooh, you know my eyesight. Babe. Yeah, these numbers are, are small. Inner brand feedback. Uh, get these numbers up. Of the font size. It looks like a it looks like a periodic table for real when you look at it. At first. It does, man. I'm gonna tell you though, dude, but this is this, yeah. this is one thing I'm not banging with on it. So luxury brands are increasing. Um why are luxury brands increasing? I think they're doing I mean they're making a lot of part like a lot of brands are making a lot of partnerships with culture, right? So that's if we think about Yeah, if you want to go down list, I mean we can start with LVMH, right? So LVMH Virgil. Um, yeah, signed Virgil. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't get any bigger than that and um, those f- not familiar with Virgil, uh, Virgil Abloh kind of resides in the camp of creatively Kanye West. Who else names? I mean, you name, I mean, drop, name uh, off white. Is, I mean, uh, I mean, he, off white. He, he was yeah. Kanye's uh, designer. Designer. Yeah, so yeah, he's Pyrex uh, together leads um, off white. That off white brand that mm-hmm. you guys are that partners with know. Nike. So there's right. a there's a you know connection to the culture there. On so that. he designed the Watch the Throne album cover art that everyone knows and was nominated for a Grammy for that. He did. A, he did. A, somebody's really dope dress recently. Uh, he probably for, did. For he big, dresses. Yeah, he probably dresses for a, a big award show. It's somebody that we all saw. I just can't think of it. Can't think. Of it. He uh, resides with like Jerry Lorenzo. Jerry yeah. Lorenzo I mean, uh, does yeah. Spirit God clothing. So in so, that camp. So yeah. let's give it the shit. So 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 these these luxury brands are on this list because they're attaching themselves to street culture, and they're yeah. making themselves more accessible to to every to they're more accessible roughly to everyone, but they're taking advantage of um, the hip hop culture. Um, yet I don't see brands like Supreme on here. Yeah, I mean, I, I valuation is probably smaller though. Yeah, so they're probably not bringing in the dollars like that. But but, but that's what I don't get. So, I don't know that they report on that stuff too. Remember, you have to be able to report that those financials, financial forecasts, to be able to be considered for this list. So we're really getting into um, when we're talking about brands that that are, are influential today, and we're talking 3M. Mm-hmm. But we we can't talk Supreme. No, we can talk Supreme. But I, I'm saying that's a different list, right? That's, if we put it together, yo, an influential list. That's a totally yo, different that's list. That's a whole other list. I'll give you but my list, but I will also say different. that there's a lot of cool shit that 3M does that you don't even know. No, is a thing. But, but that's what like, I'm saying. 3M partners with Nike too. Like that's a part of the culture as well. You know what I'm saying? But if I say I work for 3M, I guarantee you I have to explain it. To more people than than who know, man, that happens. That, there's nothing you can do. When I was at Hulu, people didn't know what the fuck it was. But these, are, but these are top right. 100 yeah, brands. No, I agree. I, well, I mean, look, this that's a, it's mo- not top 100 companies. Yeah, I got you. But some, I think that's the reason why they're on it. Is look at the criteria. It's financial forecast that takes out a lot. That of takes these out brands. a lot of these brands. But don't give me this old ass criteria. Well, I mean, hey, maybe what, that's what's, the case. Okay, so okay, well, let's, right, let's kick the, the shit, shit off. Right, yeah, get, go kick ahead. the shit off. So if you had to choose. Two to three things to assess influence, man. Brand value. How are we measuring it, Mike? In the eyes of the consumer, right? So we're talking about the eyes of the consumer. Yep. Who? What would you use? So we're going back to to, and I made this comment earlier, talking yeah. about people. Yeah. So Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Why shouldn't Kylie Jenner be on this list? Kylie Jenner became a billionaire strictly off her Instagram. Strictly off her Instagram. Yeah. So how are you going to tell me that Kylie Jenner's name doesn't do more for a brand than 3M's name? You're talking about well, you said more for Mike. You said more for a brand. Is she but this a is brand, a, this though? a brand. No, I get what you're saying, but he, we're going to have to re- Give me, give me we got to re-org it. He okay. wants to do a, he Mike, wants to do a personal brand yeah, list. Yeah, Mike, if you were going to make a list right now of these companies that you're speaking of, you named Supreme, you know, you named Kylie Jenner, probably Fenty Beauty's in there somewhere, um... What would be the three things that you would review and grade these companies on? 
I think because I think you're talking more about influence than anything else. Well, I think that's the core of it. I think if I have a um, a cup because I'm looking at a cup, if I have a cup and I put it on a commercial. And then I put a 3M logo next to it. And then I put Kylie Jenner next to it. And then I put Elon Musk next to it. Like, and then I put Supreme next to it. Like, you tell me what is going to sell more of those cups. Like, yeah. what is going to move the needle more? What is going to make people go move and do something? That, to me, is a brand. Yeah, I got, I got what you're saying. But I'm saying... These are companies. I get what you're saying for this. For this, this is what their criteria is. That That's that's all I'm trying to get and you to get. their criteria is garbage. That's right. fine. I was so, going to say, so they, they, me, didn't say, they didn't say F you, Mike. They yeah, just said no. this, this so, is their criteria. You so, I mean, uh, in the same vein, for the top 10, you can't tell me. There's not one in this top 10 that I'm like, oh, I don't get. I don't know. I, I, so 3M I don't, is down at like 40-something. So I don't want to speak on how often they change their criteria, but but if this no, is the I same criteria, con- I think it's pretty consistent. Yeah. So if this is the yeah. same criteria they had ten years ago, then they're out of date. So you can't. I agree. Ev- so y- you just can't evaluate today's landscape based on a criteria that that's. Yeah, but the top ten or the top twenty for me, I'm good with it. Like I, there's not one company on them like I don't get. There's not one company that I don't get either. I think if you did like a People's Choice Award, this list would look very different, right? Apple should be number one. Google should be number two. Amazon should be number three. Those those three alone are interchangeable. You could put them anywhere in the top three, and I'd be cool with it. Yeah. I'd be surprised if they were, like, in the middle of the pack. Oh, I would be flabbergasted. You know, what's interesting, there's some... Now, let's talk about some of these brands that have, like, lost value <laughs> over time. So, our lost value from year to year. So I'm eight, surprised Netflix eight, isn't higher, if I'm being honest. Ne- where's Netflix at? What, what number is that? Man, I can't even tell. So Netflix is, yeah. 66? 66. 66. H&M is down 18% in terms of brand, quote-unquote, brand value. I don't know if you guys heard about H&M's big uh issue with not p- wanting to pay artists i believe for that. their clothing <laughs> and then the whole monkey situation it was a lot of shit going on so i'm not surprised about their brand value going down and not being consistent you remember i mean some of these brands i only know because i did i took business policy with you mike like siemens brand like i had to do my that was my final oh yeah that was my final project was oh, on yeah. siemens yeah spotify's on here i think spotify's dope that lets you be a marketer <laughs> i mean siemens Hey okay. Siemens, man, that's uh, that's hey, infrastructure. I'm I'm with it. I mean, you, I don't know. You have like K- Philips. Philips doesn't even buy advertising. Like you have KFC on you, here, you but know you know Philips for light bulbs. Most people, yeah, yeah. you don't know them for nothing else. But yeah, but I just I don't know. I don't get it. I, I don't understand like KFC, but not Wendy's. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. That's I fair. completely agree with what you're saying. You know, it's probably the weight, Mike. So like the financial forecast probably yeah. is weighting this too heavy for you right yeah, now. I feel, a, I, I feel like it's weighing on your spirit. It is, man, because it's just a, it's just a branding. Because <laughs> honestly, let, let's let's really get some stuff off my chest. Um, I wish I could see Mike's face. He is actually no, really, because he's he's in he's a tizzy. perturbed. Yeah, he's miffed. I, I think this is the fundamental issue um, with with all large companies mm-hmm. um and, and i think they know it for the most part is that they're too tight at this at this stake in the game uh at this point in the game um too tight to profitability and um stakeholder returns and order uh and, and the game isn't built that way oh you mean capitalism bro yeah but the game <laughs> but, but, but the game we, we talk about like your apples of the world your, your amazons i mean apples in a different state right now yeah but your amazons your netflixes mm-hmm. of the world mm-hmm. the way they they grow so rapidly is they take the eye their eye off of profitability and they're, they're just fueling and it they right go, they go straight for the people and they're just yeah going for the people yeah. the people are fueling it back into the business and the thing is it's like most of the things you do aren't, aren't going to have that short-term roi yeah that's yeah. going to give you that return immediately yeah and and, and <laughs> so this is it i mean you may, you bring that a good point i bring up like so for mm-hmm. example you look at we talked a little bit about louis vuitton and virgil abloh and then right next to them so both 
both rankings in terms of the rankings of the top 100 is Nike at 17 and Louis Vuitton at 18. But both of them, you can see, have increased their brand value. Nike by 11%, Louis Vuitton by 23%. And I'm, I'm hoping, I would hope that this captured both things, right? So Nike capturing Colin Kaepernick and their signing of him. Um, as the face of the brand this okay, past year, since the, since the list just but, came but, out, but, but, but there was no analysis from Nike that said Colin is going to sell you X number of more shoes. That's fair. That's what I'm saying. So I'm wondering if that plays into in terms of. I think that I think that there was I think fair. that there was some there was definitely a a an insight that would allow you to do that. Here's why: a lot of black people felt. I felt like that that kneeling during the flag thing that they decided to make a military just just an you know attack on military people people in service all of that it was very divided for the most part with black people siding with why Kaepernick you know was kneeling because it affected us directly if you take that insight and you say and Nike knows who's buying their sneakers I think it's a pretty safe bet that if we back this guy it's going to either bode well for us. Yeah, we can, I can't back into an ROI from a sneaker standpoint, but I could back into the fact that it's probably going to make me some extra coin. Right. It goes back to like their methodology, right? It's role of the brand, right? So I'm assuming that they're assessing some of the things like in the role of the brand, like Stu said, in yeah. terms of the consumer insights, that that's what they were looking for and that's who they were trying to target um, by you know make, making it publicized that they actually are endorsing Colin Kaepernick because they've had him for... A very long time. A long yeah, time. Not. And they almost dropped them. Last year. So I'm going to tell you why I love that story, though. Mm-hmm. So when we used to do, um, I don't know if y'all ever done it, like, you know, the little icebreakers and uh, the, when, when the, the go-to in marketing is your favorite brand. I hate those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> favorite brand and why. And um, yeah. one of the, my favorite go-to used to always be Kanye West. That's such a you answer, Kanye West. So, God, so we would go around. Was the that in interviews? Oh no, no. This was like, <laughs> this was like we're having an offsite team day. Yeah, and I want to know all what, internal. Yeah, yeah, all internal. Okay. What is your favorite brand, Kanye West? And the, the why was because love or hate, mm-hmm. Kanye West, he made you feel something, like you felt something with Kanye West. And that Nike example, love or hate, Colin Kaepernick, you feel you're going to feel something. Mm-hmm. I don't feel anything when I see 3M. That's I don't right. feel anything. So, like, how can you tell me that's a top 100 brand? I mean, I don't feel the anything. The money part I... that you hate? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, and again, this is their criteria. So I mean, we... that's that's a, that's an interesting point, yeah. Um, one of the things that I think about, too, is um, brands that I hate. So, I'll tell you a brand that I hate and that I would use in interviews, now that I don't have the interview right now, is uh, MT- MTV. Mm. And so, they'll be like, oh, why, you know, why, why do you think MTV is... Uh, like not a good brand i'm like have you heard any music on there in the last five ten years I'm they don't do that like anymore. i don't so I, i'm well, like they had MTV lost jams. your way so i'm like when they have mtv jam ran not now is that still yeah a it's a whole it's a whole station oh, i don't have that package i don't have that package right <laughs> I, was gonna say. I don't have any more when Since i had when? cable <laughs> yeah i mean i had cable probably probably within within the last year or so i, I definitely had that one okay yeah, no, and then uh, and then there's some new entrants to the category, right? So you have um, Hennessy has recently joined. Yeah, that's, that's um, the top 100. Um, it's a great brand. I think we all there's like a lot of brand. spirits brands. You got Hennessy, you got Johnny yeah. Walker, you got Jack Daniels. Yeah, you got a lot of you got a lot of spirit yeah. brands. People, uh, you know, valuing their drinking. Yeah, um, I was just talking about this today. What I really respect is uh, the relevancy of Lego today. I love Lego. It. Now that in terms of feel something, feel Lego something. makes me feel something for sure. 
Absolutely. Actually, uh, like, uh, lived in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark, and they have a Legoland there. Yep. And it's, well, like, just amazing. I just can't, I can't believe kids today love Legos the way they love Legos with all this technology around them. Um, like they love mm. Lego. Lego, but see, Lego is starting to get to the point where they're starting. They're starting to infuse technology in how they how you build things. Now, oh yeah, right. And so, because before you lost the book, you weren't. You was just building whatever you designed to build. Now right. they got all this different stuff that if you have certain pieces, they show you the different cool things that you can build, which I think is cool. Well, they used to like pretty much give C and Ds for people um, who used to build all the crazy stuff. So yeah, people were out there building a Millennial Falcon and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. And they were trying to shut that down. And eventually they realized, yeah, that's encouraging building. Yeah. Exactly. You want to encourage, you wanna encourage the experience. Now right? you go into Lego store. I went last week because my, my little nephews were in branded. town. Um, they'll, they'll sell you, like, essentially. It's all branded. Yeah, they're selling you Millennium Falcons now. Yeah. They're selling you all, all these crazy Star things. Wars already Marvel. Already put together. Mm-hmm. I don't mean, like, the, the kit. Oh, really? Yes. No, nah, I don't want that. Yeah, no, no. I'm talking about already put together, like, the, these insane joints. I'm out. Yeah. I want, the whole fun of it is building it. For me, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm, I could be the old head in the room. They also have the uh, the, the 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 loose Lego, um, just packs. There. Oh yeah, it's just it's just big buckets of Legos. Yeah, not see that. I mean, I say that, but I'll be a dad someday, and there'll just be Legos <laughs> around the house. Yeah, he gonna like, step yeah, on that shit. Yeah, and I'm gonna be then. like, yeah, I'm gonna buy it, <laughs> put it together now. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. So Mike, right. okay, I think I got a pretty good idea about what your criteria is. So give me your top five brands that make you feel mm. something. Tough out brands. They make you feel something. And don't give me Kanye West, I swear. I was, no, yeah, I, I, I was going to jump across this <laughs> damn table. I will choke you. I was going to say, though, Beyonce. Okay. I think Beyonce has to be on okay. any brand's list right now. I don't think there's a, a single product. I mean, Beyonce is the new Oprah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Beyonce. The, the new Oprah? What, what the fuck? For, for this generation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. Today? Today, yeah. Oprah, Oprah's not Oprah today. Like, Oprah is still a billionaire. She's still, like, a billionaire black woman, and we still love, love Oprah. Yeah. Be- uh, Oprah's name is not Oprah today the same way Beyonce. Beyonce is, has influence. Yeah. Um, I think you have to give it to an Oprah. Um, brands. Uh, that's, that's a, I don't know. Is this a, this interview? I mean, no. I mean, look, I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to get away from their criteria because I, I get what you're saying. Um, but and I also agree that you know brands should make you feel something like there is an affinity for a brand because you feel a way. I mean, you don't see. I, I don't know if it's this year. It's definitely not this year. But um, at some point, Beats should have been on this list. I would. I, I had who? Beats. In, I had Beats there. Beats. Yeah. Okay. That's. I that's had Beats there. I had Beats there. Beats definitely should have been on this list. Yeah, I'm talking about in? people. I was gonna say Migos make me feel something. Every time, every time Migos, Migos drop, Migos music, should not music, be on this list. Music, I, Migos should not be on this list, but they should be an honorary, like you know, mention. I'm sorry, before y'all turn off the podcast, <laughs> they, 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 pop, they pop rock. They pop rock before we lose all credibility. <laughs> Migos, Migos makes you feel something. I don't care what nobody say. As soon as that shit drop, wherever you at, you might Millie rock. You might uh, dance to it. Whatever, it make you feel something, right? That's the that's the criteria based that's on fair. what you just said. I will say, I, I am with Netflix on this list. Um Mm. Especially now, because Netflix is giving out all the love to to black writers and actresses. Oh, you, do you follow their uh, black, black uh, strong, strong black, black lead? lead? Yeah, I know strong people, black lead. I know people. Hey, on I'm that for team. strong black lead right now. Like that's the that's the way. But that, what? But the, what I can't that's the move. What I can't get with this Netflix on here and HBO not. Okay, that's uh, that's fair. HBO is and Warner Brothers is part of Time Warner. Yeah, and, and we talk about qu- quality. 
Yeah. Like, like if I tell you there's a TV show right now, and you can only choose, there's one that Netflix put out and one that HBO put out, and that's all the information you have. I don't know. They don't make any money really outside of well now they do because they have a subscription model they didn't for a very long time i don't know Are that you they saying re- hbo i don't know that they report that well yeah, hbo makes a lot right? more money than netflix hbo spends a lot less i i get that but i'm saying before that they were attached to you had to buy it through the cable people now now they have you can just go directly yeah, yeah, to yeah, hbo yeah, now yeah. so now i know they make money but i don't know that they report but that. hbo is spending a fraction on content of compared to what netflix is it's spending. because they're doing their own content they're not worried about content, like they're not trying to acquire content. They're making their own. Yes, correct. But even out of the content that they're making, Netflix is is, is making a higher volume of it. Yeah, their margins are trash. And, but HBO is like developing actors, developing producers. Yeah, and they're just making high quality yeah. content. They got a bigger company to back them and to do all of that, and now they have a subscription model, which is different from Netflix model, which is content acquisition. Um, they have their, you know, stock compensation and stock, not compensation, but you can get money from people now, right? And then subscription model. Yeah. That's how they have three revenue streams, which is like kind of nice. Um, but the margins suck in the content acquisition game. They're terrible. You have to pay all of this different money to get whatever it was. That, that was Hulu's problem for a very long time. It's like they had to pay their their parent companies so much money to acquire the content and they didn't have the number of subscribers for it to even out. Right. What well, What's funny if you compare, um, I mean, HBO, there, there's no reason for HBO not to be Blockbuster, right? Ugh. I, I love HBO so much that what you just said is almost... I mean, but they, but they are, they are literally, I mean, very similar to each other in their time. But they, HBO made the right turns HBO made the turn when it came to like quality programming, my dude. HBO start they started the shit. Yeah, I was gonna say like, HBO real, so, yeah, like they yo watch this, yeah. watch the nineties, watch the nineties um uh documentary on on Netflix. Ironically enough, is it the, so, <laughs> right? I was gonna say wait, wait, so what? CNN, How we jump? CNN produced this like document docu series on all the stuff that's happened in different decades. They have like the sixties, the seventies, the eighties. Now they're the nineties, yeah, right? It. Yeah, and oh, the first the oh, first yeah, yeah, episode yeah, this, yeah. is about like yep. HBO and its program. They had Sex in the City and the Sopranos and Oz. Like they started like real like actual. We quality. care about quality programming yeah. and like oh, yeah. ca- like real character development. Um, and Netflix kind of just took that and run instead of producing it themselves, which they just started doing. They just went and got it from other places. Do you think? Do you think Netflix is moving too fast in terms of trying to create quality content and trying to? I wonder if they have the question around quantity over quality. Not nah, quality to. over quantity. Do they're, you know what I mean? They're not moving fast. They're. I don't think they're moving too fast. I think they're moving at the right pace because it's 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 like it's like the. But I'm sure they have a lot of pressure to put yeah, out a absolutely. lot of content, right? So I'm like. They, you want all content on. If I'm Netflix, CMO, whoever, I'm like all content got to be quality as fuck, right? So yeah, but they not feel like they have that. They going, they going arms race. They're like, yo, I'd rather have the content. I'd rather have more content to keep you on on the platform for time spent than than have less. So that's so they're they're taking the quantity route. Yeah. Okay. Because 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 America is diverse. Oh, it's all about attention. Yeah, it's all about attention. So, like, and that's why they—that's why they're giving um, Shonda Rhimes mad money to produce for him. That's why um, the dude that produced, yeah, the guy that produces uh, Blackish is going over to Netflix too. Oh, King so, Bears. Yeah, very so, like, similar strategy you when you compare um, YouTube to other social, other social media platforms. Mm. YouTube isn't competing on 
number of subscribers or number of um, mm-hmm. followers. They're competing on the time spent. Yeah. On YouTube, the rabbit holes. Yes, exactly. Versus versus other places, and and in the way they can monetize um, that that rabbit hole. Yeah, basically. That's fair. One one of the new entrants too that as we circle back on the brand list, one of the new entrants is uh, Spotify. Shout out to Spotify, man. Surprised they weren't on there before last year. So glad to see them. They they weren't public. They just started. So they trying to they really get the bread. Yeah, they, yeah, they want to public get into the bread. That's another game that's like the music game now is like oh crazy right because when you go public, that's like crowdfunding. You get you know you get money from the people to be able to invest in these projects right? right. And so they have that they have their subscription model right, and then they also sell ads. Yep. So that's three streams. I think in terms of like making you feel something right, like Spotify is really good at making you feel something in terms of like curating the right playlist yeah and 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 spotify has done a great job spotify forced apple to make apple music apple music was late to that's, the game that's a deep statement remember yeah, that's that. true remember that what well, is but spotify is also double downing on podcasts right now yes but but see that's my point though. and that's the beginning of the way there you go but and it's the same catch us on there <laughs> it's the same as it's the same as netflix it's all about content we're going to try to get as much as we can, as quick as we can, and we're going to make the barrier to entry really low. That's how jokers like us could get on Spotify. We're doing it right, too. So, so they're um, outside of like one, well, they're basically signing podcasts like a record label, right? Yeah, left and right. Um, two, they're letting employees do like passion project podcasts. Which is dope. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I, have, I had the, 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 the homie, um, shout out to Chad Foster, um, who, 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 who did the podcast on Spotify. Um, and just strictly focus on R and B. Had mad people come through. I think he had her come through. Had uh, mm-hmm. Chili or T- maybe all TLC. Oh, they chilling um, over there like through. that. Oh yeah. Respect. Oh I yeah. Need, I might need to come sit in on one. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, heavy hitters, heavy hitters. I mean, solid. I, I mean, I, I I haven't listened to it in a little bit, but I mean, who, it was with like twelve episodes last time I checked. Wow. No. I mean, and this is my this is my young Neo. This is my young Neo, twenty five years old out there, and, and this is just a strictly passion project on the job. Respect. Um, Macy's Macy's is doing stuff like that so I don't know if you guys saw this recently but um, Macy's is kind of over the whole influencer phase and like us paying these influencers all this money Mm -hmm. and they're basically like let's just let's just pay our employees you know what's funny about Macy's is like if you think about retailers right now it's a tough space right now for retailers in terms of marketing and advertising it's interesting that Macy's and Target and a handful of other, other brands are really the only other brands doing well in this climate from a standpoint of revenue growth, yeah. What was was what was funny? So so, and, and I'm assuming you're talking about the e-commerce landscape. Yeah, yeah. So the e-commerce landscape is changing, um, but there's a couple of things there. So so, is but that the, changes all of retail. It's a real thing, but then there's also the but 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 then there's brick and mortar is not going away either, right? No, we're not saying that. It's just not. Remember when we did the rule of seventy two in um, policy class? And I don't. Won't you remind me? So. It, Essentially, it just says that there's a there is a number that you will reach that you will cannibalize the market, and Starbucks at, that had reached that point. I feel like with e-commerce, retail brands and spaces are reaching that point quicker because the appetite to go into a store is just not as great. Anyway. But the thing, so we, I don't we, think brick and mortar. I don't think brick and mortar is going away though. Like in no, terms of it's not. it, it provides an experience that you'll never be able to, never be able to. Uh, mimic in in internet do you know what i mean it's like yeah. you can't you can't recreate it um through the internet like oh. warby and parker is a good example of trying to recreate like you're trying on sun, trying on glasses 
it kind of does it, but you'll never be able to. I think what it challenges now, people that have, or, you know, all these companies that have a brick and mortar to really challenge how they create an experience and curate an experience for a consumer to really want to go there, right? I think that's yeah. the only thing that's done, but I don't think it's going to go away. Well, but it's well, less of them now, is my point. Well, so, okay, so, so, so listen up, my coastal elites, real quick. Uh, everybody does not live in New York and LA. So, so when we talk about Middle America, Middle America is still going to the mall. Yeah, for sure. Going to the malls. When we talk about trends, you take out New York, you take out LA. Yeah. Like what's actually going on? But 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 then again, like that's also limiting the number. There's not that many. Like it's just one in the mall. Everyone goes to the mall. Yeah. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, I I I don't know, man. I'm of the school of thought that people just like to get it coming to your crib, like especially during Christmas time. I mean, people used to say that about Blockbuster. When you had the Game Pass during the summertime, like, oh, I'm about to go pick up these video games. I love this. Right. Like, I'm excited. You no, couldn't I, give two parents, shits now. My parents, yeah, did, my parents didn't have me on that Game Pass. You're I was on that Game Pass on, during the summer, bro. I, was I read on these a, books. Can, can I, can I, please, please? And then, you know, it would be that one game that Ninja Turtles. How many pleases did you yeah. say? <laughs> There's a, the, the, probably more than two, though. Right? <laughs> Pretty please. <laughs> baby, please. <laughs> all right, man. All right, all right, all right. Um, are we good, man? I think yeah. we're good. I, I like that Interbrands conversation. Interbrands conversation was dope. What's the, what was the biggest surprise? Biggest surprise? Um, like, my biggest surprise in, in in looking at this and all the brands on there, in all the years that Nintendo has been around, the fact that this is the first, they're the new entrant on this is crazy to me. I wonder, they probably have been on the list before, like, years ago. But it has to be. That, because that, to me, yeah. is crazy. Yeah, I think um, Hennessy wasn't a surprise to me. I'm I'm glad to see it there because I think it is a great branding. Great in brand. terms of like feel, I think it has a strong like loyalty follow uh, loyalty following with uh, the consumers that it engages with. I think oh, you Subaru, mean black people? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, black people. Uh, Subaru, I think, was an interesting one as well. What about um, Caterpillar? Yeah, I, I was going to pick on you. Know what's early. crazy? You know what's crazy? I used to intern at Caterpillar. That was really? my first internship. Really. First internship. In Trash the ass internship. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. This is good internship. Wait, wait. Learn, learn they, a lot. They make boots, too. They make boots. It's <laughs> hey, in Peoria, that, Peoria that, Illinois. That pickup line did not work in the club. Hey, where do you work? <laughs> I'm at Caterpillar. I'm at, I'm at Cat. Cat. You know what I'm talking about? Caterpillar. You know what it is. Industrial. Man. You know what I'm saying? Construction, baby. No no telecom on here. Nah. Yeah, that's surprising, too. Nah, I don't know. I think you do make an interesting point, Mike, in terms of like if if we re if you re ranked the list in terms of like you know feel feel it look and, very different. And, and if it's people choice, it's not a people choice uh, list right here, right? So the people choice would look very different. So yeah, I would Nike love would be I would higher. love to see that because yeah, Nike would be up there. I would love to see Nikes versus Adidas and where they land at. Um, well, in this in this this one, list, Nike's, Nike's way ahead. Yeah, Nike's at seventeen and Adidas is at fifty. But I mean. If you put Adidas and Jordans, technically Adidas should be ahead of Jordan um, by that pure that financial value this year. I know yeah. that Adidas just recently surpassed uh, Jordan. I think they're doing a lot of efforts to make sure that they're like in lockstep with culture at all times. That's interesting because Jordan is considered a whole nother brand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's a whole nother brand. That just that just shows to how smart Nike is. Yeah, but that's why I didn't want to say it earlier. But um, I mean LeBron. Like when we talk about brands, like you want to see the personal brands list. That's what yeah, you, wanna, you I want. I think Mike you wants want the human personal brands. influencer I think, brand I list. Think, I mean, I think I don't think you can ignore it. I, I agree. I don't think you can ignore. It. I'm not trying to. I don't think that's what this has to be. But I don't think you can ignore it from yeah. the list because that's fair. Oh, and so let me get. Let me get. I got. I, got I think we're gonna. We we got to. We got to go. 
you said Beyonce. I think we're just going to go the Carters just in general because both of them are both like. They're a billion dollars. They together, both yeah. have crazy juice. Yes. They so, both make you feel in, individual like feelings, but they both make you feel. So I'm cool with that. The Carters and LeBron. All right. All right. So so if we, we, we got to probably wrap this up, right? So I guess my question to you guys would be, what's your like top three, two to three brands on your list, right? On your top list, whether it's who you listen, whatever you listen to. Personal brand, actual brand, food brand, whatever you guys want to call it, what would be those top three? Or what's what's the ones you hate? I already told you one of the ones I hate. But. Mm, I'm gonna go with the ones that I like. I'm I'm gonna say the positive guy. I, that's just who I am these days, man. I gotta <laughs> tell you, um, I I will say that I am I was never a big LeBron fan, um, but I have come to really like him as a person. And so I, I would put him on that list in terms of brand. Like when you think about, I, his I've been historically program, the biggest LeBron hater. And well, I'm he's with now you. on your team. I'm with you. So yeah, that's yeah, a little different. Yeah, you are a Laker different. fan, so it that's is, a little different. different. I am a Nick fan. He, he does nothing for me on that front. Mm. But I will say, you know, him opening up a school, him taking it, taking that more than an athlete and just running with it. Like if you had, if you had. We came from the era where it was Charles Barkley, like, I'm not a role model. Michael Jordan was like, Republicans buy sneakers, too. To see a guy like LeBron do what he does, having the school, giving us the shop, doing documentaries, you know, exposing the NCAA that he was never a part of, but doing it for the culture. I just, I got to respect and tip my hat to him. So he's definitely on my list. Um, if you would have asked me this five years ago, I probably would have laughed in your face, but I got to definitely give him him love for sure. <laughs> Um, you He's know, a brand for sure. I hate saying this, but I got to put Apple on that list because I really do believe that how they sell phones to us is crazy. Super minimal incremental changes on their phones and people are going nuts. And, and, a, tra- like, and a trap too, by the man, way. Man, I mean, you want to talk about a machine? They're the first They're the first train on the company. So like that by itself, you got to put them on that list, right? So I feel something. When I think about Apple, I think about dominance for sure. And the third one, I don't have a third one. I just give you those two. That's fair. I don't have a third one. Uh, I'll give you one of the real life examples. I can get, yeah, I can get, I can give you, I'll give you something. Um, <laughs> Trump. Trump, to, Trump has to be on this list. I don't care. You about to piss me off. All these followers are. All I don't care. I don't care. We just lost everybody. You, okay. you can't. You can't tell me a brand at this moment. <laughs> that's true, though. I that, hate to say it. But that that right. that's bigger. That's bigger than Trump. You just can't tell me. You get that that. If you don't believe it, just go into to Google Analytics and and, and look at the You're searches. Right. Um, it's 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 not value of it, not taking the value of it, but there there's not a more recognizable one. Um, I don't see things like Uber on here. That's that a that's one. a breaker. That's boy. a good one. Yeah, that's huge. Like where good. is it? Where uh, is it? Yeah. Like I, I, that's why that's why I just can't get the list. I don't see. I mean, it's not as big, but Warby Parker. Yeah, that was one I thought about. Yeah, that was the one I definitely thought about. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I like like you you're choosing like a lot of companies that's in my head is like uh companies in disrupt disruption, right? Yep. So Netflix for sure would yes. be one like, you know, I think they just created this they created a sp- space around binge watching. Like I don't yeah. think that really became a thing until Netflix came out and created that experience, right? Hulu you got commercials and shit, you ain't got time for that. Um <laughs> so sure. Netflix definitely created that. Another one that's created I think uh 
experiences in terms of just how consumers uh, engage with this. Spotify, for sure, in terms of curating the right playlist. Like, I've not – I personally will – I mean, I'll say this right now. I don't listen to Spotify that often. I listen to Apple Music. But when I go to people's houses and they have a party or Ooh. experience or whatever, they Spotify playlist be always back Top to notch. back to back to back. Everything is perfectly curated in terms of what you want to hear at that time for that experience. Um, so I think Spotify is definitely like – in those top, I love to see Hennessy. That's here. probably because they're following my playlist, right? Oh no, no, no I ain't following yours. Um, no, <laughs> I <okay>. am, <laughs> but no, uh, I think Hennessy is a really good one as chill, well. Uh, chill vibes uh, playlist. Chill vibes Ooh. with a Z. Branding, <laughs> branding. No, oh, it makes it to an say, hour and a half. In the I podcast. will say Amazon. I've, I left. Okay. I can't even believe I, I left Amazon. I have, I have literally changed how I shop for everything. I can't tell you the last time I walked into a store and bought toilet paper. I'm still, or paper towel. I'm All of that stuff that. comes to my crib. I, oh yeah. I, I, and, and on top of that, like Amazon is just like super 360, and I, I, I really do, I really do appreciate how easy they have made the common man's life. Like, oh yeah. Especially if you live in New York and you don't have a car. Yeah, the common like, man. The common man. <laughs> I, don't know I, I am the common man. <laughs> Stu is not the common I'm man. Don't let this fool lie to you. I'm definitely not the common man. <laughs> one random one I like too on here in this list in terms of like kind of like old school a little bit is canon randomly it's at 56 but in terms of like being canon being being canon in a world of instagram or in a world of smartphones taking up all the pictures and still doing in the world and still doing your thing i think that's something that's fair that's um important i have one myself so like on trips i think they probably have mastered the art of like occasion right Mm -hmm. so going on trips and travel that's when you bring that camera you're gonna you know let it rip in terms of like what the experience is that you're trying to curate on those um, different uh, trips that you go on. So yep. that's one I thought was pretty Former client. Bro. Shout out to Cannon. <laughs> Shout out to Cannon. Okay. All right, man. Cool. We took enough enough of these people's time. Sure um, do appreciate y'all. Yeah, we do appreciate it. <laughs> Donald Trump. Uh, Donald Trump, guy. man. Uh, all right. Brand. I'm done. Hey, we appreciate you one last time. Um, I went to real DJ voice again, didn't I? Yeah, yes. you did. Uh, you I, did. I, I can't help you it. Did. <laughs> um, <laughs> appreciate you guys coming out to us. Uh, this is Marketing Misfits Podcast. Just some um, classically trained marketers giving some unclassy views on the, the landscape, if you will. Your boy, Mike Summers. Stu Cornelius. Ryan Chappelle. Marketing Misfits Podcast. All right, thanks. <laughs>